Could you imagine that the story of your mountain climb could be the page in someone else's survival guide? How about that pain that you've had to walk through becomes the very thing that pushes you towards your vision? That is the heart and the mission of the Brave and Vision podcast. Welcome, ladies, to a journey of sisterhood and storytelling that connects us through our messy middles, man, those deep valleys, the rivers of healing to our mountaintop climb. I want you to join me with fellow visionaries as we come to you every month with stories, inspiration, encouragement, and motivation to keep going, to keep sharing those stories, to cherish what we've walked through so that we can help others to be brave enough to live out their story. Hey now, hey now, hey now. Ah, we're back together, (laughs) y'all. That makes my heart smile uh, that we're together. And oh my goodness, today mm, we're being invited on a journey of stillness. Yep, mm -hmm, I said it. I know we in the last month of uh, the year. 2020 has been no joke. We trying to make up for the stuff that we've been quarantined in the house. We're able to get out a little bit more. The holiday season is upon us. And it's like, what can you steal? What you talking about? I got much to accomplish. I got to get some things done. I got some goals that didn't happen in 2020 because of this doggone pandemic. Uh, what do you mean still? Well, I'm going to tell you, um, I <laughs> didn't realize that I had this fear and it truly is a fear of being still. And today our guest, I don't even think he realizes that him and I had something that was similar that he mentioned. He said, we thrive in chaos and sometimes confusion. I was like, ah, we're alike in that. However, although we can thrive in that, why Would it be that we could not not only thrive in the chaos and the confusion, but also thrive in the stillness? Why is there such a fear of sitting quiet? I think sometimes it's because I know for me, I feel if I'm not moving, if I'm not doing, then I'm not accomplishing. Then I'm not rocking it. And I had a a friend of mine. Yes, I'm going to do a shout out to my girl, Ayadella, who said, Kenya, you just kind of seem to be able to accomplish so much when crazy is happening all around you. But you also got to be able to be able to rest. And that was something that I have not taken a hold of. But today we're having an invitation to it. And Javon Eman is a brother that, oh my gosh, his smile is contagious, y'all. He enters a room, it lights the room he's in and the rooms all around him. He has such a beautiful spirit. He's an incredible father, an awesome husband, a recording artist, and he's doing some oh, amazing things to touch and impact the world. And he's a go-getter. And I know that for me, go-getters know another go-getter. And I know I had to take this quote on in these most recent days because I have felt it in my body my soul, my spirit, my mind, my emotions. I was tired. Oh, I was accomplishing things, but whoo, I was feeling it. I was grinding. 
Oh, but there were parts of me that was hurting and I wasn't slowing down enough to acknowledge it. I wanted to accomplish the next. And there's this quote that says, you know, hey, grace over grind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, grace. And how many of us know that the Bible even says that we accept the grace of who God is when we're weak and who wants to be weak? Mm -mm. And almost stillness, I think, makes us feel we're weak if we're not accomplishing the next thing, checking off the next goal, doing something on the to do list. Well, Javon today, he makes me laugh because he says, hey, I want to welcome I want you to welcome in the steel monster. OK, now that made me laugh. I was like the steel monster. He was like, yes, this 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 concept of being able to be still. And he was invited on the journey by his wife. And he brought us on this journey. And I'm telling you, he drops the hammer. He knocks out all this stuff that we've had in our head and around what it meant to be a boss and accomplish and allows us to really be still and to hear the voice of God. Because isn't it God who makes the plans for us anyway? Isn't it God who sets the purpose out for us in the first place? But if we're so going, we can't hear. We can't see and he invites us to unsubscribe to that ugh, desire to perform all the time, to shatter those pieces and find peace. This is good, y'all. And I think it's necessary as we're closing out this year to remember that rest, stillness, quiet restores us. It renews us. It refreshes us. Y'all better come on here. Grab your notebook. Get your note, you know, your little pen and let's dive into this because it's good. Hello, Brave and Vision podcast listeners. I am so excited to be a part of this awesome platform. And first, I would like to thank the visionary behind this great podcast that's changing lives. Uh, Kenya, I'm so honored to be connected to you and the amazing things that you are doing in the kingdom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be a part. One of few men that you've allowed to share uh, their hearts on your platform. Um, I guess we should start here. My name is Javon Inman, and I was born in Canton, Ohio, but my family and I moved to the Washington, D.C. metro area in the mid to late 80s with my siblings. I have an older brother and a younger sister. Um, I don't know about the middle child syndrome. I was definitely loved, never felt neglected, Um but I'm, I'm definitely a hard worker, so I can attest to, you know, that benefit of being a middle child. Um, my parents, they um, saw something in me at an early age uh, regarding music. So they kept me active in theater productions at Howard University Children's Theater, gospel choirs, concert and chamber choirs. Um, I sang my first solo at my grandfather's church in Maslin, Ohio, when I was just a little bitty, what, four year older, I guess. Um, I earned my business degree in 2008 and God willing, in five months, I will walk across the stage in May 2021 without a mask on, <laughs> earning my master's of education in IT. I've been an IT professional for over 23 years and I'm grateful for my IT career, but I am a songwriter and singer. Music is just my passion. It's the one thing I can honestly say. I wake up most mornings thinking of it and I fall to sleep with it on my mind. Um, it's just who I am. Um, it's my calling. Music ministry is my calling. 
to shine the light on the beauty of God's love. Um, I released my debut project, Heart of a Worshipper, in 2011, and I've since released another project, a uh, full project, Agape Eros. I've also been blessed to release six singles, um, have a busy calendar for ministry. I've won a total of 16 music awards, including Best Gospel Artist and Artist of the Year. And I'm, I, I tell you, it's all Jesus. Um, by no doing of my own, I give him all the glory for it all. Um, and I'm grateful for everything that the Lord has allowed me to accomplish. But my greatest accomplishment is my family. I've been married to my best friend and my wife for 19 years, and we have two very, very active teenagers, 14-year-old and a newly 17-year-old. And um, at the end of the day, I want my family to be proud of me. Um, I do not want to be an outside success and an in-home failure. That's that's not it. So my family, they sustain me with so much joy. Um, without a question, I know that I am blessed all around and I have no complaints whatsoever. I give God all the glory. Um, I just, I try to live in a state of great Gratefulness, gratefulness, you know, uh, with a grateful heart, doors open when you are grateful. So I just want to, you know, remain in that place. That's just who I am. Um, still, I can't help but wonder at times if some of the things that the Lord has allowed me to accomplish, um, have they been a direct result of hard work, which I thoroughly believe in, or two, a muted fear of being still and being labeled unproductive or lazy with the time that God has given me. Um, I go back and forth between that at times, just being honest. Um, and it's this last item that I want to invite you on as we unpack this together and hopefully change um, your perspective or challenge you or inspire you within the 15 minutes that Miss Kenya has given me to share my heart. Um, so as a kid, I found myself constantly thinking about the future that I wanted. Like most, I wanted the American dream of a spouse, children, white picket fence. I wanted it all. No dogs because I'm allergic. <laughs> a great career, vacations, you know, that's just, you know, like for the most part, um, that's that's what I dreamt of as a kid. Um, however, I did my fair share of partying, um, but we'll save that for another part, another podcast. <laughs> um, but I've always seemed to always land back at square one, goal driven with extreme focus to knock the ball out the park with every task that um, I attach myself to. And that has become the theme and the mantra of my life to a fault at times, even consistently working on a project, consistently working on a degree or a certification, a music goal, something, a home project, always working, working, working. That's just who I've always been. Um, and there's an old saying that, you know, some of the, I want to say seasoned uh, individuals would say, they would say an idle mind is the devil's playground. And that's one of the reasons why I intentionally stay productive to it earlier. But my supreme goal is to please God with my with with my gifts, with my talents. That's that's it. I never want to be looked at as someone who is lazy. Um, so when the pandemic started in mid-March, I think it was about March 15th or 16th, um, I was blessed to be able to work from home. But for me, I internalized that as saying, oh, wow, I have all this time now. I can take an additional graduate course or I can work on another goal or another house project. Um, that's where my mind immediately went. There were some who said, you know what, I'm going to rest and 
I'm going to, you know, sleep in and all of that. And amen, you know, listen, whatever God has you doing for you, whatever makes you tick and makes you smile, that's on you. But I know for me personally, I immediately thought of um, the goals and the other things that I could accomplish. Um, so since the pandemic has started, I've taken three graduate courses, um, gotten A's in all three. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, I've recorded and released a new gospel single with my new group, Dark Delight. I completed a DIY project here at the house. I've won two music awards, um, written roughly 14 or 15 new songs, completed two fitness programs, P90X and Insanity, while still being being dad and still being husband. Um, and for some, that may be a lot to balance and understandably so, but a, a goal-driven plate, full plate, it just works for me. It's again, it's, it's just how I'm wired. Um, and I guess it was around the time when one of my classes was ending and I was um, finishing up the project here at the house when my wife said, honey, you should explore the reason why the um, you should explore the why behind needing to stay busy and to not be still. And that stopped me dead in my tracks because I had never thought about that. Um, I and I hate to say this, but I thrive in chaos. I do. Um, and what's completely wild is after that, as I remember feeling this extreme sadness trying to descend on me, um, but I quickly shook it off and I started thinking about my next project. So what is that? Unfortunately, I really don't have the exact answer. I'm not a psychologist, psychiatrist, but I inherently know that something is definitely off. And uh, these are the questions that I'm brave enough to admit on this podcast. Kenyama get you <laughs> um, to admit that I'm still answering. Um, will I eventually have all the answers? No. Um, but in preparation for this podcast, I've had to do some deep soul searching. And, you know, I, my question to you all is um, who else? battles this fear of the still monster. That's what I've labeled it, the still monster. Um, I think it's important to acknowledge the great strides black people have made in our history. And with that comes a pressure. You know, I want to add my name to the list of all of those who left legacies for their families and future generations as one who worked hard, followed my dreams and kept God as the center of my plans. I want my name on that list. And with that comes a pressure. Yes, I want my ancestors to be proud and to smile, um, but there is that pressure. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I go back and forth with it. Um, however, I do know the fruit reaped from being still, I'm finding is necessary with life long rewards. Um, so these are a few points that, you know, I would love to share with you that's on my heart. Um during my time of preparation for this, I've just really, like I said earlier, doing some soul searching. So the first one is being still allows me to hear God's voice. When I'm constantly moving or working towards a goal, I find that my mind is constantly filling up with data or appointments or conversations or task related items, all of this stuff. And 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 and, and if I'm always so busy and, and my mind is so full with all of this stuff, it blocks God's voice from speaking. Um, the to-do list, push his voice to the side and that's completely backwards. Yes, I pray about everything, but you know, it's those intimate conversations 
with the Lord about the deep stuff in my life um, so I can be a better husband, a better dad, or just a better person all around. But that stuff oftentimes gets squelched when I forsake to be still. Uh, Number two, being still allows me to focus on what really matters. Being still long enough to look in my children's eyes, long enough to make certain that they are good, making certain that my wife is good, having that intimate conversation with her. Um, Because of my schedule, I admit there have been times that I've made my family wait, as I'm certain, you know, all of us have, you know, we're sacrificing, right? You know, for the greater good, so we say. Um, And I know that God gives us grace, but I also know these are temporal things that I'm building. Um, Yes, I want to build the legacy, but all of this stuff is going to fade away. But my family time, that is priceless. So, you know, and I could easily let myself off the hook, chalking it up to say you're leaving a legacy for your children and for future generations. But I fight that because, like I said, I don't want to be so successful outside the home and inside the home when nobody sees what's going on. My family life is is a mess. That ain't it. I say that a lot. That ain't it. Uh, Number three, being still allows me to see God's beauty all around me. You know, when I'm constantly working on tasks, it seems to block the eye of my heart to see just how blessed I am. Am. And I'll tell you, because, you know, we're in winter now and during the holiday season, but right before the weather changed, I went for a walk in a beautiful park, not home, and um, I felt the Holy Spirit nudge me to turn my music off and I, to take my earbuds off. And I did that. And so I began to notice um uh, ducks flying above my head and birds chirping and there were caterpillar on the ground just crawling and the sun was beaming on my face. I mean, truly, it was like nature was saying, this is a concert just for you. So being still allows us to see the beauty of God all around. Number four, being still allows me to rest. You know, this is probably the hardest, but it's highly beneficial. When my mind, space and dates are filled with goal tasks, I can be a bit high strung and anxious. I'll admit it. Hopefully my wife doesn't read this or listen to this podcast, (laughs) but it's the truth. Um, Rest for the mind, soul and body is imperative. I've had sleepless nights thinking about the next day's task, unaware that my body was needing to stop and recharge. And I just completely would ignore it time and time again. But, you know, um, I know it is so imperative, so important for us to get that rest, to stop and recharge. Um, And the number five, the last point is being still lifts up the rug for a stronger soul. This is the one that I've completely wrestled with. I'm 43 years old and throughout my life, you know, I've definitely had some moments in my life, some circumstances um, that I just didn't feel like dealing with. So what do I do? I swept it under the rug to work through later. But before I knew it, that became habit forming. When something would arise in my life, I just said, you know, I'm not dealing with it. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to address it. I'm not going to talk about it. And, you know, it was about four years ago when I started lifting up the rug to acknowledge and deal with the stuff that really had me bound for decades. And once I began to deal with it, this is the great part. There was a freedom that I walked in and a confidence that I did not have before. So, you know, I I pray that those points were able um, to really encourage you. Um, What I do know is in God's word, Be still appears at least 10 times. This emphasis on being still is really an invitation to rest. So my challenge to the Brave and Vision podcast listeners is um, for you to unsubscribe from any pressure to perform 
lay down your burdens, focus on what really matters, and finally lift up the rug and sort through any issues or shattered pieces that your soul um, may find peace. And I promise for some of you, it's going to be a fight to just be still, do nothing, sit in a room, lay in the bed, look at the ceiling. It's going to be a fight. I promise you, you know, because it goes against the grain of what our norm is. But there's so many amazing benefits from it throughout your day. Just find a few minutes, still your mind without technology, without your family and friends. And this might be the time that you put yourself on the altar. You talk to the Lord and pray, whatever. But we've got to find time to out our days to just be still, to, 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 to welcome the still monster and to just relax and just, you know, hear what God is saying about us so that we can be better. So um, again, thank you so much, Kenya and all the listeners for allowing me this time to prayerfully inspire you during this holiday season that we are in, during these unprecedented times that we are in. And I pray that you discover the beauty and strength in being still. God bless you and I love when you close out something and it just makes you go, where's this been? (laughs) All my life. (laughs) Wasn't that kind of what this episode did for you? It was a heavy snack that reminded us it's okay. Yes, we want to accomplish a lot, but it's okay to be still. It's okay to rest. It's okay to be able to take a moment and get to see, get to be all that God wants us to be in his stillness. Now, I don't want you to keep this to yourself. This ain't just for you, y'all, okay? Let's not be selfish. It's the holidays. You're supposed to be giving. So pass this on. Somebody else needs to hear this. Somebody else needs, you know, to be able to rest. And sometimes it's the gentle reminder of those that we love that passes on something to say, hey, check this out. This might bless you. All right, y'all. Well, we finished for today. But I cannot wait to get back together with y'all. I love y'all and there's nothing you can do about it. Be blessed now and remember we're better together.